0: This episode of Woman Evolve is sponsored by Olay Body. Olay Body just launched a collection of skincare inspired body washes that include premium skincare ingredients and are designed to treat a variety of skin conditions and types. Olay's soothing body wash with vitamin B3 complex and oat extract is specifically made to soothe eczema-prone skin. Olay's exfoliating and moisturizing body wash with sugar, cocoa butter, and vitamin B3 transforms skin from dry and dull to radiant and smooth. I love taking my long self-care showers and they have become even more special with my Olay body wash. My skin is glistening, shiny, and looks so smooth. I am going to have this skin out for summer and you need to make sure that you can join the party. You know what to say, girl, Summer, so why don't you make sure you got your shorts on and your knees out. You need to give these Olay body washes a try. They completely change the way I think about my body care routine and shower. You can find Olay body care products In store or online, Ole Body, fearless in my skin. You're listening to the Woman Evolve Podcast, hosted by Sarah Jakes Roberts. Hey, guys. Not. Whoa. Hey. Listen, wow. <laughs> Listen, I'm just over here minding my business waiting to be tossed in and your girl was already tossed in. Uh, I was letting Shaw know that the people were asking whether or not she was present and indeed she is on in your neighborhood. I love your hair. Actually. All right, I got some summertime break on that later. Um, But thank you. I got passion twists, actually. You know when a girl... Changes her hair. She's about to change her life. That's what they say. Christian Aviles says, as a born and raised Floridian in here, to tell y'all that accusations are correct, I don't mind if you call us out. We are wild. Thank you. Um, but you know, on behalf of my Floridians, I had to to overturn all of the decisions we made about Florida. Can I tell you all? Um, so one of my daughters works for Woman Evolve TV. She was uploading the podcast and she's always listening to the episode just for quality control before it goes live. And I heard it in the kitchen and I heard myself singing and decided that I should really stop singing on this pod. Like, it's not even funny anymore. I, whoa, <laughs> I cannot I cannot sing and I insist like I don't know what happened I don't know if it was a 2021 thing but for some reason I decided that I needed to sing every episode and it's not true it's not true Tasha says right LOL are we Mondays or Tuesdays well okay so last Tuesday was a holiday well last Tuesday we moved it from Monday because it was a holiday the week before that we moved it because my mind was on holiday and I couldn't bring it together because you know I've been going through that tough season. And I just couldn't wrap the thing around on Monday So we are back on Monday in our regular spot It's your girl SJR You are listening to the Woman Evolved podcast And I am not here by myself The crew is with me They are tuning in from quite literally all over the world Jamie is listening from Pocono Mountains, Pennsylvania She said it's very hot and humid there The Andrea says we see you beautiful What's up? I see you Qatar says, "Oh, sis, your hair is popping. Thank you." Jalisa says, "SJR, where would we be without you singing?" I, I cannot sing, and um, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta really come to a place where you're like, "I've tried. God has not met me in the try." so maybe I should try less because I just, I heard it was, it was one thing for me to be here singing, but it's another thing for me to hear myself singing and I just, I want to apologize to everyone who stopped listening to the podcast because I wouldn't stop singing somebody literally left a comment on one of they were like, what is this podcast? It sounds like you singing your favorite songs and talking about current events. I don't know what happened it shifted. I don't know Jasmine says it's my favorite part. Cashy says at this point, we, we went Ever Sarah decides she want to go live. No, 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 it's not that. Mondays are my day, but I was, I was in it. I was in the situation, y'all. Be patient with me. Sam says, "No, girl, you can't sing, and neither can I." But it has been amazing. saying I am all for it. And Shireen says, "I literally just pulled over, Sarah. I'm currently reading Woman Evolved. So good. God showed me in two dreams that you will one day read my book. I've been following you for the past ten years. You inspire me. Blessings. This blessings to you. I cannot wait to read your book. Please put the word." Words on paper we need to hear it Okay KY says hello Pastor Sarah sing your heart out I couldn't believe how bad I sound. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It was shocking. It was really shocking. The officially lyric seed says SGR gives us a new hairstyle every week, and I'm here for it. Let me tell you, it is not by choice. It is not, it is not by choice. I got my hair braided. No, I took my I took my wig braids down. Let's talk about it for a second. Okay, so my most of the time I'm giving you Clio set it off braids up underneath them wigs. They're going down to the back, but guess what? Hair is protected. Hairs flourishing. Got sick of seeing someone else's scalp. Got sick of seeing that lay scalp. And I said, you know what? I want to see my own scalp, but I also want to be able to work out. It's time for braids. So I went and got braids. I got knotless braids. But I don't know if my head is grown and my face is getting a little fatter. For some reason, the braids were not braiding. I was like, I want braids, but I want them full around my face. So So I took them braids out and I put on a headband wig and now I got these passion twists and they get, you know, here we are is what, where I am is where I am and this is what we got and praise the Lord for it. Star says, I look forward to hear you sing. Just saying, I need a song. Song. What song is the Lord laying on my heart today? Terry Holloway says Saginaw, Michigan in the room. And Vanilla says, "Yo, yo, yo, what up, Venia? How are you, Michael McFadden? What's up?" I told y'all we got fellas in the de- delegation. Bree says, "Wait, did I miss this singing?" <sighs> Sing a song full of the hope that the. Sing a song full of the, the faith that the future has brought us lift every voice (laughs) it's the confidence it's the the confidence and because once you're out there you just got to go out there you got to run out there lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven rings sing with the harmony of liberty, let our rejoice rise high as the glistening sky. Let us march on till victory. <laughs> it's one Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Shantina says that made my eye twitch. Eloise, your scalp good, but my scalp is good. My scalp is good. <laughs> good. Face says, Esther, I love your confidence, friend. Because at a certain point, you just need, you just need to just run out there. Does anybody know all of the lyrics to lift every voice and sing? Can we? Are we allowed to even say? That we are woke if we don't know all of the words to lift every voice and sing. Bria says, and I hate that you're my sis slash auntie in my head. So I got to hype this singing up. (laughs) Sing, girl, sing. Because you can't leave me out there. Um, And Cherry Adams said, no, ma'am. Shantina says, it's not too late to end this year's singing career. You speak very well, though. Everything is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Where are the rest of those words? And why don't we know? I'm going to look them up. I'm going to look them up. Let me tell you something. Y'all not going to Juneteenth without me. I'm going to Juneteenth and know all of the words. What Sing a song. We know that part. Full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song. Full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Oh, let us march on. till Oh, I jacked that up then. Man. Wow. <laughs> By Juneteenth, I'm going to have it together. In Juneteenth, me live in concert, singing the Negro National Anthem. Monday, Monday, the Monday after Juneteenth. The Monday before Juneteenth. You all tell me when you want it. A live concert. Me versus me. or. Oh, <laughs> call your friends. You don't want to miss this next versus. It's me versus the lyrics of lift every voice and sing blindfolded. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Me versus the lyrics of lift every voice versus you don't want to miss it. Jasmine says how many courses do we know though? I don't know the words to any song, but I feel like as a Negro, a former Negro because we prefer to be called Black now, so I hear. Can someone let me know if this is still true? As a former Negro, I feel like I should know all of the words to the Negro national anthem. I don't know. Kenesha says, sang it, girl. God knows your heart. It sounds beautiful to his ears. Lisa B says, I'm embarrassed. Says, Stick to the songs you know the words to. The gag is, I don't know the words to any songs. <laughs> Not all of them. Who knows the words to every... Who knows every single word to their favorite song? you. do mm-hmm. what? First of all, what's your favorite song? I don't want to say them. You're not on the podcast. What's your favorite? <laughs> you, you don't want to say it on the podcast. You're not on the podcast. What's your favorite song? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not say. Yeah, <laughs> really? Is WAP. Your favorite song is WAP. If you don't tell me, I'm gonna guess. So it's WAP. No. It, well, okay, What'd you, well, you like start that. saying you like WAP. You like it's somewhere in the WAP neighborhood. Okay, wow. Let me see. Let me look up nasty songs of 2021. Since Shy is a little. Come on, you little dirty bird. <laughs> <laughs> come here you little dirty bird nasty songs of 2021 it's a little it's a little dirker one of them but a little baby somebody like that who is it it's a dirty bird song is it called dirty bird is it is there a song called dirty bird shot shot who's it by can you just tell me who is by is it by megan the stallion is it by cardi b who's it by who makes nasty music? Everybody. Is it just, everybody makes nasty music? But you like a nasty song, right? What's your nasty song you like? The artist is Jacquee. The artist is Jacquee. So you nasty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you nasty! <laughs> you listen to R and B. You you want a body roll when you sing your song? <laughs> Sha, I cannot. <laughs> wow this podcast is off to a tragic start and it's I can tell you by just firsthand information it's only going downhill from here um, to Kelsey's formany girl I'm so done with this <laughs> we are we don't I had to keep up with but what we says, are <laughs> <laughs> somebody says what means worship and praise and not it's not true it's not what it means <laughs> it's not what it means at all um my oh don't you ask my mother what "wop" means? What okay. Tajana <laughs> <laughs> says, Chow, we don't even we don't even know the title of the songs. If this was a request today we would have to sing a line and hope the DJ gets the right one. Exactly. Ashley says, Lord, Sha, where's the church mothers? Who Terry at the altar until they say get up? shy is letting it all hang out here. Sha, we have to do a podcast. Will you please do the podcast with me next week, please? Shaw says, yeah, Shaw's going to do the podcast with me. I cannot wait. Okay. <laughs> Kiara sister, I see we're going to act a complete fool today and I'm here for it. Evidently. Okay, let's get into this podcast, right? So we're going to start off with Rescue Eve. Um, rescue Eve is when you need to rescue Shanice from her playlist. <laughs> it's when you know better. It's when rescue it's when Shanice means to turn on JJ Harrison, but turn on Jack Queese instead. <laughs> 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 Sha's playlist is Jacquees and JJ Harrison. First of all, the fact that you even know a Jack Queese song, you're supposed to be an auntie. Auntie don't know Jack Queese is song. You're supposed to know Joe. You're supposed to know Casey. You're supposed to know 112. Who even introduced you to Jack Queese? I have have so many questions that will be answered when this podcast is over okay um so any who listen so rescue eve we rescuing people who are out here doing the absolute least <laughs> the absolute least the bare freaking minimum and we say you know what sometimes life convinces you to do the bare minimum but we are to say no to the bare minimum and rise up rise up I, once you get me singing this song i'm a jukebox around this joint Um, so what we want to do is we want to try and rescue. I want to try and rescue some parents. First of all, summer is coming up. Basically, summer has been happening for about two years now. Children have been at home. You know, I'm about ready to let Mackenzie go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, here you go. Um, But maybe not to this extent. Um, So here we go. There are two girls from Utah who borrowed their family's car to go swim with the dolphins. It doesn't sound that bad, right? But listen to it. Two young girls in Utah took their parents' car for a joyride because they wanted to go on a summer adventure to swim with the dolphins in California. The two sisters aged 9 and 4. 9 and 4. 9 and 4 nine and four. This Kenzie and Ella age woke up early Wednesday morning, snuck out of their home through the basement and took the family Chevy Malibu, ABC4 reported. They traveled roughly 10 miles. These little girls made it out of the driveway and made it 10 miles from West Jordan to West Valley City before sideswiping a car and then colliding with the semi-truck. Let me tell you something. Kids... In my household, the way I was raised, (laughs) the way I was raised, this right here would have been the end of me. There would be no singing on the podcast if this would have happened in my life. But you know what? I want to rescue the parents. You know, people were a little shocked. Like, how could the girls get out? This was so irresponsible. It was three o'clock in the morning. And let me tell you something. Children... Parents are tired, okay? And what they want to do at three o'clock in the morning is their business at this point. Like, I, you know, I'm doing my part. I wouldn't even expect for your nine and four-year-old self to get the keys to my car. You Now, you seven years down the road. Seven years down the road, you 16, you 17, you 18. You trying to sneak out the house, that's one thing. But pa- this is why parents can't rest because y'all doing the unexpected at all times. If you would just sit down and be expected, be predictable, but no, you got to be unexpected in every season. And I'm telling you, right? right now, we need to rescue these parents because this this not it. This not it. Makisha says, them kids bored too. Monique says, wow. Jasmine says, please rescue me. I did not send mine to summer school. Oh, you need, they need to go to summer school, unless summer school costs money. Cause once again, children are also very expensive. Uh, King Charlie says, literally two years. Uh, I missed that one. Oh, two years. I said something about two years. Kendra Curry says, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Monique Monica says, yes, I saw that. Sh-. And Ashley says, see, I still want to feed my dog chocolate cause she barks too much. I can't imagine kids. Do-. Um, Shanice says, chocolate kills dogs. Are you, are you, that's true. It's for real. I thought it just make their mouth shut up. Oh, that's all right. No, it's not. Not all, right. <laughs> not all right, y'all. I say that's all right at the most inappropriate times, and now I'm realizing that I need to stop. Amir Holland says, "Girl, I would be in the jailhouse had my kids crash my cars." Let me tell you something about. Oh, and it's such a tricky position, right? Because you're called to the si- the scene of the crime. And you gotta be the parent that's like concerned about your children at the same time thinking to yourself, when this officer leaves, <laughs> I'm gonna five finger grab your arm. Five finger, you know, you know know your life flashes before your eyes when your parents take that peaky, then that ring finger <laughs> then that middle finger and that and, and grab it slowly around your arm that's how you know your life is about to be over but the officers here is the same thing that when you're at that parent teacher conference and they tell you that your kid is in there cutting up and causing disturbances and don't do their homework and you're like wow yes I'm really going to get to the bottom of that but you think when I get you out of this classroom I'm going to not use my feelings box I know they would. can we rescue parents though can we rescue? Alina says, oh, Lord, are they okay? They were totally okay. No one was injured. That's a miracle. The grace of God was literally covering all of them because that could have been very, very dangerous. Elia says, that depends, honestly, because my dog ate chocolate for 15 years and had a fine life. Come on, elite Come on now with your dog doing things differently. All right. Christian says, so very tired. Couldn't even relax with my kids at the beach yesterday because my three-year-old thinks he's Michael Phelps and I had to keep saying it. his <laughs> It's This is what I'm talking about, about your refusal to sit down. So I was driving to work today and the lady who helps me with Ella while I was working, she texts me and she was like, well, hold on. I'm going to read you what she texts me. First of all, I was like, grandma's going to be over in a minute. Then she texts me and she's like, I told Ella, your job as a five-year-old is to listen and follow directions. And through tears, she said, well, fire me. This is what I'm dealing with at home. Ella says, I don't want your job. (laughs) I don't don't want your job fire me I don't want to listen I don't want to follow instructions please fire me and so you know whatever last night Ella came into I'm just here how y'all doing this is girl time this point last night Ella came into my room she was supposed to be in her bed I'm like Ella you supposed to be in the bed we talked about this go to your room and um (laughs) and she said something that she thought was funny and I was like Ella you think everything is funny and it's not you're supposed to be in your room like I'm really trying to be stern with her you think everything's funny and it's not funny I'm not laughing she said that's all right it's not all right that I'm not laughing That's the, I was like, Ella, that wasn't funny either. She goes, it was a little funny. <laughs> With the hand, hand for little and everything, it was a little funny. It wasn't a little funny. And stop using my stuff to me. I say that's all right. You say nothing. I say that. So anywho, can we rescue parents? We're tired of them, all of them. However many children, we have parents who aren't parents yet who are tired of their children. There are people who have, aren't even pregnant and they're already tired of their children. Can you rescue all of us? We're over it, Okay. How about that? Cook says, my mama would say, all right, officers, y'all can leave now. When I say I got it, I understand. Thank you very much. Thank you for your service. Thank you for keeping these babies alive. Now, y'all going about the way somebody speeding somewhere, somebody breaking into something. I got this right here. Desiree, Desiree says, why did they take the car? They wanted to go swim with the dolphins. That's why they took the car. Star, Star says, tear that tail. I'm going to say tail. She didn't type tail, but I'm going to say tail. Star says, tear that tail up right there on the spot, not waiting to get home. On the spot, my parents would have had a hard time holding it together. I'm gonna just tell you right now my parents would have been arrested, (laughs) and I'd have been like, that's all right. Y'all have to know that I say that's all right. Well, my daughters are saying it now, so I'm trying to not say it. But let me tell you something. I say that's all right all the time. Ms. Ross says, well, fire me. Mood all 2021. (laughs) This is the energy I'm bringing to 2021. Fire me. Marissa Moore says, I'm going to use that. Fire me. Not Ella inspiring you all to be fired. No. (laughs) Jasmine said, Ella said, I quit. Ella says, I don't want your job. Okay, um, so can we rescue these parents? Kiki says, rescue them parents. Woo, child, these baby girls are a handful already. That's why we didn't hear them pull off because we was already wore down. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. When I go to bed, I go to bed. I posted a picture of me sleep today. Somebody's like, why do men sleep so cute and women sleep like I tired balls? Because I was sleeping that picture like I was out in the field all day today. They didn't give me no water. The one of the kids took the picture while we were asleep. They thought we looked so cute sleep. I was like, Your father looks cute. I look tired of all of the thing, of all the heartbreaks. I feel like I'm finally resting after all of the sleepless nights and going through text messages and checking phones and social media for years. Okay, how about that? Um Okay, Soraya says, we can rescue with a private jet. Jasmine says, all of us need a rescue. Monique says, these children are different nowadays. I totally agree. Akina says, children are a product of their parents. Hmm. (laughs) I didn't care for that comment, but I'll just circle back and see if there's anything in there for me. Jamie says, rescue them with a bottle of sparkling cider and a kid-free vacation. Amen, amen. Erica says, we need to rescue Ella, honey. You sure do. You sure do. Because when she told me that's all right, when I said I wasn't laughing, she was like, I laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> Ella said, that's all right. It's not all right. Stop saying that. Melissa says that's right. My parents definitely didn't spare uh, the ride and they were law enforcement officers, To Hey, man, come get us. When you know it's your co workers, it's not much that can be done. All right, we're going to rescue those parents. Tikal says we can rescue the parents. Guitar says rescue the parents. Parents are rescued, y'all. Can I tell you something, white friends? Hey, white friends, listen. Um, We try to talk about things that keep us divided in this nation, but in a way that is lighthearted. So if you are white and you're listening for the first time, don't let your heart start going into palpitations, right? I'm not about to get you, but I do want you to understand something. When we see certain trends on the internet, we automatically assume that white people created it. Like, because there's just certain things that we don't feel like black people are capable of doing now are we blind to our own experiences and possibilities possibly for sure right everyone's got a blind spot but like have you seen the lady who made spaghetti on the kitchen counter like like she put the noodles and the sauce on the kitchen counter like for us automatically we was like that's that's something white people do I don't know any black people who would just be like I'm gonna eat my food off the counter um, cooking stuff with your dog in the kitchen and feeding them the stuff and then going back to cooking for us we like oh that's something white people do that's that's his culture that's part of their culture uh, tell me if I'm wrong this is a safe space I love you you love me DM me let me know if I'm wrong because this is just it just don't seem black to us um, when I saw watermelon trending on TikTok. I was like, that seems very black. We love watermelon. I love watermelon. I think it's blessed. When I saw the mustard on top of it, I said, now that seems white to me. Um, and so, I, but you know what I said to myself, I said to myself, I don't want to judge. I want to understand every community and every culture. Um, so I want to see if we want to rescue watermelon on mustard, uh, mustard on watermelon. Um, Lizzo tried it. Um, we will follow Lizzo's lead on pretty much anything but we are not so sure about this latest one the juice singer tried out the latest tiktok food trend combining yellow mustard and watermelon and had the most hilarious reaction tiktok has turned into a bit of a fame maker for certain dishes and food combo combos from the feta pasta recipe which was actually good and probably some white stuff um, to the pesto eggs breakfast haven't tried that but recently one food trend doing the rounds on tiktok has yet to convince us and that is watermelon Melon and yellow mustard, guys. Who who is responsible for? um Vinny, says, or the woman that made the juice in the toilet for sure. Um, yeah, no, we. But but you just have to know that we automatically just assume this isn't for us. This isn't for the former Negroes. <laughs> this is for the current Caucasians. Um, <laughs> so, um, I want to know who in their in their right mind, you know, or, or wrong mind said that what we need to do to this watermelon is put mustard on it. First of all, watermelon, when it's in season and you get that perfectly right watermelon, there's no need for there to be mustard on it. No need. It needs nothing. My grandmother used to put a little bit of salt on it for the ancestors. I will allow the salt to happen. I don't know what y'all doing with this mustard. Marissa says, I'm gonna let y'all have the mustard and watermelon. Robin says, next caller, I want to know, can we rescue? Tiffany Carter says, no mustard on the watermelon. Now that's going too far. Womany Voss says, y'all coming out of quarantine real different. Cassie says, I'm glad I am done with social media. The trends get dumber and dumber. Lord, take me now. And Crystal says, it's a no for me. So we are not putting mustard on watermelon. Guys, Woman Evolve Podcast is reaching a new low <laughs> because I have watermelon and mustard on site. I have watermelon and mustard here and available because I don't want to judge what I haven't experienced. You always say things like I would know I would never. Today I will. And I'm asking Shanice to join me. <laughs> I'm asking Shanice to join me. And if Alicia can hear me, I think Alicia should join me too. <laughs> Alicia is the chief operating officer of Woman Evolve. And she's here in the office today. And everybody gonna wish that they were working remotely. Tay says, the most we put on watermelon is sugar. Bertha says, it's definitely not for me. phase says, that's someone's pregnancy craving. Tamara says, salt on watermelon. I know, but this not so much. Tay says, definitely a whole trend. Um... Oh, hey Alicia. How you doing, Connecticut? We are going to put some mustard on some watermelon because that is what the streets are out here doing. Okay. All right. Alicia says no sis, don't do it. <laughs> Nicole says nothing goes on watermelon but salt, tasia, and teeth. That's it. Natia says, don't do that. Please. Ne- Nedra said it ain't worth it. The year says, Sarah, don't do this. It's like Laurie on watermelon. To June, we are talking about freedom all June. And we are gonna be free. Oh <laughs> we are gonna be free. Oh uh, Nate says, Don't try that. Tasha says, Y'all some <laughs> new me <Negroes." laughs> No, we former Negro. Oh, shy. Look at all that mustard you put on there, Alicia there we go yes R. Hankin says Sarah no <laughs> lady says rescue SJR Marcia says don't do you don't understand how the delegation shot. you are not putting all that mustard on mine absolutely not you don't make me cuss on this puck <laughs> absolutely not you can't dip mine I'll do my own why would you put that much mustard on there you are really something else you take one week off and you come back brand new give me this I will dip my own I'll dip my own I don't trust you give it to me me. Okay, Noah says it's you coming in the camera and happy like this uh filet mignon. First of all, y'all know Shaw is fine. All right, come on. We gonna eat it all together, like we, a team. Like a team. This the team we are. That's an, uh uh. <laughs> <laughs> Shaw, you put too much on yours. Just dab it, dip it. That's your business that you put that much on more yours. Than more. more than this. Look at Alicia's. Yeah, more. You're playing. Uh, this see this is what I'm talking about about Let's going go. too far. All right, all right, here we go. Mm mm-hmm. mm mm I ain't do it. Yet. <laughs> it's nasty. Why you ain't put the whole thing in? Mm This ain't good. Mm like salty sweet. Mm-mm. Y'all you so nasty. Shaw <laughs> would tell me all the time, she like white folks food. <laughs> Don't you tell me this all the time that Actors she eat like, like said she cook like a white person' child you like it, don't you cause it's like when you're when you had a cookout and you have the can't shocking don't let these dress fool you she Jamaican <laughs> but she's something else too she grew up around white people or something I don't know <laughs> My stepmother. y'all her stepmother's a Caucasian and we love Caucasian once again we love y'all we love y'all stay open-minded stay free out here but let me tell you something. She, Shaw so said, "It's not that bad. It is. It's just kinetic." Oh, I have people at Woman Evolved who are like corporate and work with white folks most of their whole life. <laughs> let me tell you something. When you call Woman Evolve and you hear the white woman on the phone, it's not. It's these two black girls over here. And let me tell you something. They over here talking about it's not that bad. Trust me. If your parents eat chitlins, you are not going to enjoy that watermelon on mustard. Now, I don't know what these new folks do. They're both college educated. That's what it is. You go to college it change your taste palates. But the rest of us former Negroes, Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. It's not it's not good at all. If I catch y'all eating mustard and watermelon in in the break room, let me tell you something. I quit. I quit like Ella. (laughs) I don't want this job. (laughs) Um so we're not rescuing that. Oh, EK Toss says somebody go get Cora. We need Cora to taste this. Jacqueline says revoking black cards. Indeed. Carolyn Hayes says, Sha said it's not that bad. AJ says, shy no. Father, heal her taste buds to the way you created them. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't do it. Ashley says, SJ are perturbed. She didn't say a white folks. <laughs> I am out here. That watermelon mustard got me out here. All of my roots are showing. I'm sorry. I love this. I tried to disclaim before I did it. If this is not white folks stuff, white folks, please let me know. This is not ours. We don't, just like Florida stood up and said, this is not us. And white folks, if this is not you, you need to tell me immediately. Cause I am confused or rated, Okay. Tony said, so who's bringing the pan of mustard and watermelon to the cookout? Whoever wants to be exited on out. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) whoever wants to leave how about that okay um that was real nasty um okay um all right so here we go uh moving on we're not rescuing that I won't do it Sherry says call core to try it if I could get Cherie if I could get Cora to try it I would and I just Yes, we will get a post video on social media, of course, eating the watermelon and mustard. They want to rescue your taste buds, Shaw. Mill Bailey says your taste buds going to be mad at you for a week. You ain't lying because it's hard for me to just move on past to the next story. When you eat a burger and a mustard fall out and it's next to your watermelon on the plate. When you eat burger... What? When you eat a burger and the mustard fall out and then it's close to the watermelon on the plate, it's the same thing. It's not the mustard gets mixed in with the beans. beans. Different. (laughs) Different. And I can't believe that you... As a vegetarian are trying to talk to me about burgers and mustard and watermelon. See, that's it's going to your head at this point. <laughs> it's going to your head. Mm-mm, I'm not here for it. I don't agree. Highly do not recommend. OK, Uh, so listen. Mm, OK, I just I'm struggling with that. You know what? I'm going home and I'm going to brush my teeth. Because there is an aftertaste of shame from the ancestors. (laughs) I feel I feel the spirit of my grandmothers just condemning my taste buds right now. I might have to go home and do something real different. I'm going home. I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to take a long shower. And in the shower, I'm just going to think about all of the pain that I experienced for the sake of entertainment. Um, I'm going to think about my morals and values. I'm going to exfoliate them, if you will. I'm going to get all the dead skin and I'm going to use Olay when I do it because Olay is going to help me exfoliate the shame of what just happened in this moment off of my skin. And what it's going to give me instead is shining, beautiful skin, okay? This episode of Woman Evolve is sponsored by Olay Body. Summer is right around the corner and chow, you know that means our skin has to be glowing from head to toe. Olay Body just launched a collection of skincare-inspired body washes that include premium skincare ingredients that are designed to treat a variety of skin conditions and types. Olay exfoliating and moisturizing body wash made with sugar and cocoa butter Exfoliates to improve skin without drying it out. So you step out of the shower nourished with nourished, radiant skin. I took about a shower this morning with my Olay body wash. I'm going to take another one tonight because it really does make you feel different. And now I feel shame. I feel, I feel wrong and I feel dirty. But when I stepped out of that shower today, I felt like a queen, okay? I felt like the ancestors were proud of my melanin. It's finally balanced out from after vacation. And now I feel like I lost everything that I gained. I'm so glad that I've got Olay Body Wash waiting for me when I get home. You need to get this Olay Body Wash to try to elevate your body care routine. You can find Olay Body Care products in store or online. Ole Body, fearless in my skin. Fearless enough that you end up eating watermelon on mustard, and then you become afraid again. Then you got to take another shower. My breath stinks. I (laughs) can—it's tangy. It tastes like—it tastes like watermelon and tangy mustard. And I just don't know what happened. I don't don't even know what happened. No, (laughs) I'm mad at you. (laughs) I'm mad at you now. Kiara says, Core won't even entertain the thought of watermelon and mustard. You're not lying. You're not even lying. Okay. All right, y'all. Um, uh, we have one more rescue. Y'all, okay, let me talk to you all about my life. Y'all know, I've been telling you over and over again, I've been going through a hard time. I've been having like ebbs and flows, feel good one minute, feel depressed another. Like I'm walking out a personally challenging time in my life. And so my husband went on a trip this weekend and I was home by myself. And I was like, what do I want to do? And there are moments where you just like don't want to necessarily you know like do something that's going to be edifying to be honest you feel like i want to do something that's not going to challenge me not make me emotional that might be a little bit entertaining and in the desperation of my depression i was like i'm going to binge watch the kardashians and you know i felt i saw an episode with kim and she was talking about her failure, as her her marriage failing, and I really felt for her. I would like for us to rescue Kim Kardashian. Mm. I can already feel the nose coming through the chats. But listen, here's the thing, honestly, truly, when I was watching the episode, she started talking about her marriage failing, and she was like, "I feel like a," she she dropped some f bombs, which I don't do. Um, eat, I eat watermelon on mustard, but I don't drop f bombs. My priorities, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> my priorities I feel like a failure that's it like a third marriage Um, I feel like a loser but I can't even think about that like I want to be happy I listen let me tell you no one says listen the, therape- the Kardashians are therapeutics that one thing I love about their show is like they really are like you can tell that they're a unit you know what I mean like nobody understands what it's like to be them but them but there was something about her talking about her failed marriage and like you know we we have struggled with Kanye we divorced Kanye a long time ago and yet she has been like in it and out of it and in it and out of it with him and there was something about her really pouring her heart. Her heart out on camera, and she'd been holding it together. She hadn't been saying anything, and I was like, "We should rescue her." I, I, I don't, you know. I don't Armani says the way you slid that in there, Shaw. I wish you would just get a microphone and be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shaw says, "What about rescuing Kanye? What you want to? How we? She the one time I'm being a loser. What you want to rescue him? For, tell me for putting up with her for putting all up with fame and all that. Putting up with her and all that fame you know, and all they, that. They, every dude she date be just messed up." Because of it, being family. Shah, says, <laughs> Let's rescue her. Naisha says rescue. I love her transparency. Cherie says send the jet for Kim. Well, she gonna send the jet for us? This gonna be a reverse rescue. <laughs> we gonna rescue you. This like somebody be like you want to go out to dinner and then you end up having to pay for their dinner, or like you want to go on a trip, like like we want to take you somewhere, but we want you to take us. <laughs> Kim, we want to rescue you, but we want you to put us on the plane. And then take us to come get you. (laughs) Like, could you? We do want to rescue you because listen, relationships be out here doing the absolute most and you can give your very best and still end up in a tricky situation. And I can imagine that after having had three marriages, no matter who you are or how much money you have, there's still this idea of I can't get this relationship thing figured out. I think we should rescue her. Destiny says she needs some prayer. Marsha says rescue Kim. I'm for it. Talitha says rescue. Whitney says everyone deserves grace. Sarah says dang, I didn't even know the channel and host is called Sarah. here. Oh, it's so good. Hey, how you doing, baby? Truth or Sarah TV says Kanye was controlling rescue that baby. And Tamara says she can use her own jet. Oops, that's me being no, no, no. That's us knowing where you got to know where your strength is and where your strength ain't. Uh, Agent says how we getting rescued? This is. (laughs) This is a ghetto rescue mission, but our heart is in the right place. (laughs) Kim, we want to rescue you. We want you to come pick us up. (laughs) <laughs> so we can rescue you and we want you to take have the plane take us to wherever you went for your 40th birthday and we just want to sit and rescue you in that environment. s says, nah, nope, no rescue. And Listen, anyone messing with the case end up jackety-jack, jack, jack. That is what Shanice said. I'm still for the rescue. Aaliyah says, we can rescue her as a woman. I'm still not a Kardashian fan at all. Uh, it's about the womanhood. That's it. Tasha Ann says, I'll come get her. I hope she takes me shopping. What? What? <laughs> Again, again, it's like someone calling you like, I really just want to treat you to a day of just like being away from the kids and your family. And you're like, oh, this is so nice. And you get out there and they're like, they got the alligator arms. It happens. Okay. Perils and Pink says, what about rescuing Karen? Who is Karen, child? The The Karens of the world. Oh, I forgot about that. That should have been a rescue. Okay. Um, Shantina says, and that's why we get sugar daddies. We do not get glucose guardians. We've covered this. We've already covered this. Okay. All right. Listen, so... Uh, Quinn says rescue yes rescue Kim Michelle says rescue Kanye and Natalia says rescue her our Hankin says yes rescue Jackie Carr says nope for both <laughs> nope on a rope nope for both Shaney says send us the jet says send us the jet so we can rescue Cassie says no rescue I will parachute from that plane amen all right Justina says they both needed a, a plane indeed Kisha says nope their whole family oh that's not nice LaDonna says send the tugboat <laughs> okay because Victoria has brought up a very important question. Victoria says, who's eating their watermelon and burger at the same time? People who are vegetarian and don't eat meat no more and just can't wait to put stuff on their plate because none of us are. And if we get something that runs the risk of threatening what's on our plate, what we do? We get two plates, right? Because I don't want that to touch this. But she's been vegetarian for so long. She didn't forget. She didn't forget. That's all right. Jay Nicole says, whoo, I forgot all about the glucose guardians. All right. It sounds like we're going to have Rescue Kim. Like, heart is in the right place on the rescue. Also don't have the funds to rescue. But if you come get us, you rescue. You know what I'm saying? It's it's weird, but it, like, makes sense in our head. It's all right. You'll get it later. Um, uh, Lastly, I didn't even plan on rescuing Karens. But if your name is Karen, I just want you to know, beloved, you are worthy. Beloved, you are valuable. Beloved, don't let the culture make you feel otherwise now it's true nobody wants to be named Karen anymore literally statistically nobody wants your name but that's all right God says you're a rare breed God says that um, you know this is a season for you to stand alone in your name or to go by your middle name I don't know you got to grab whichever word God has given to you um we took Kenzie to the dentist and the dentist uh hygienist said that her name was Karen, but she goes, but not that kind of Karen. I said, wow, the trauma, because you must be saying that every time you introduce yourself. Beloved, we love you. (laughs) Beloved, okay. Nicole says she should know you can't sell us. So, oh, amen. All right, I think we're still talking about the folks. Um, Justina says, it's the beloved for me. Beloved, Natalie says, SJR, I just hollered. Okay, so this episode of the podcast is brought to you... I don't want to do that ad right now. I always like to do better help after the advice questions. So I'm not going to do it. Huh? Kim? Oh, no. All right, listen. Stay focused, beloved. (laughs) Beloved. All right, listen. Hail Mary. Hail Mary is when we take a minute and talk about people who are out here doing incredible things. Okay. And we love to see people who are out here doing what the Lord has called them to do. And that is to literally be the hands and feet of Jesus. And that is what we are going to highlight this week. Okay, Hail Mary, a student was barred from graduation for wearing the wrong shoes. So a teacher gave him the shoes off his own feet. First of all, we salute you, teachers, y'all y'all are goats and we know it this photo looks amazing listen when devarius Peters arrived at his high school graduation on May 19th he was immediately blocked from entering the convention center where it was being held. Peters eighteen was wearing the mandatory purple cap and gown but a school representative standing at the front door told him his shoe selection was wrong she said my shoes violated the dress code and I couldn't attend the ceremony unless I changed them said Peters a senior at Hanville High School in Louisiana. According to the school's graduation dress code, male students were to wear dark dress shoes with an emphasis that said no athletic shoes were to be worn. This grinds my gears. This makes me want to learn every lyric to lift every voice because it's hard enough for a child to graduate. A black man in America is hard enough for a black man to make it through the high school system, especially in a town, in the state <clears throat> You know, Louisiana can be a little sketchy in some parts, let's be honest. Like, he's finally made it through graduated. He has defied some of the odds and statistics. And we are going to not let him have this moment of accomplishment down to some athletic shoes. But that's all right. Peter showed up that day in black leather sneakers with white soles. And while they weren't traditional dress shoes, I thought I could wear them because they're black. He said, adding that he had by the rest of the guidelines, which stipulated that students must wear a white dress shirt and tie as well as dark dress pants. Mm. He says, I was in shock. I felt humiliated. I just wanted to walk across the stage and get my diploma. He started to panic. He said, imagining what his parents would think if he wasn't permitted to attend his own graduation. With only minutes until the ceremony was set to start, I didn't have time to stop at the store. And then his teacher stood up his teacher said of course that sounded crazy to me there was nothing eccentric about his shoes he approached the woman who had barred Peters from entering hoping that maybe if she saw me with him she would let it go but she insisted on not letting this young man in and I didn't have time to go back and forth with her it was a no brainer this was the most important moment in his life up to that moment and I wasn't going to let him miss it for anything he wears a size 9 I wear a size 11 ignoring the size discrepancy Peter excitedly slid into Butler's tan loafers and bolted inside for the ceremony just as the doors were closing. Let me tell you something. First of all, I want to cry. I feel like it needs a film. I want a whole film and I want the moment of the film when they decide to drag us and our suppressed emotions to be when he hands over his shoes. I want a whole movie about it because that was so touching and amazing. I feel so terrible that he was even placed in that situation. But... God provided. Noel says Louisiana's food too good for people to act like chicken heads in this manner. Armani says schools really care about the wrong things. Nedra says I'm rolling. I always oh, bother her too. Uh, Vanilla says y'all telling me he worked hard for four years and couldn't walk. Please slap slap. What did Ludacris say? Natalie says I bet her name was Karen. <laughs> The com- the comments be this and then be that. <laughs> Tacola says exactly staying in child's place. Uh, the words that came to my child. Oh, we talking about something else. I, I think my com- my chat is coming in in um out of order. Justina says, Oh, she misses something. Perry says right there out of order for thinking robbing that baby of that moment. Tasha Ann says my grandma would have fussed about those white socks though. And Justina says, um, oh, she's talking about something else. Mocha says must have been a Karen. Uh Destiny says she's wrong for that, but God and Amanda says, cutting onions. Now, I really low-key got a little emotional even uh, reading the story. Sydney Sanders says, I really hated that story. I'm glad he wasn't around for sure because had he not been around, they, you know they would not have had any problem telling him he couldn't walk the stage. And let me tell you, as a parent, I would have blown through the roof. I would have set that whole graduation off. You, No one is graduating today. If my baby's not graduating, nobody's graduating today. I would have tore the roof off that thing. I, But I'm ignorant and I'd be looking for a reason to be ignorant. <laughs> I'd be waiting. I'd be waiting for an injustice anywhere for me to just cut a fool. Who said what? Tell me, Okay. My baby says, Louisiana is is sketchy, but you roll out the red carpet for the Kardashians. SMH, Oh, that was a read. I don't know if I rolled out the red carpet, but I hear you. I'm sorry about that. Uh, The only reason why I said Louisiana is sketchy because we drove one time from Dallas to Atlanta and stopped in Louisiana for gas. And the gentleman kindly let us know that they don't have no gas at the gas station for people who look like us. So whatever you want to call that, amen. And amen again. Jessica Roy says, Glory to God. Thank you, Abba Father, for using this man of God to give his shoes to this young man so this young man can prosper. Indeed. B. Marquay says, They were just looking for a reason for that young black boy not to walk across the stage. That was ultra petty of the school. Indeed. Okay. Um, (laughs) KR says, Sarah, I need you to drop the name of the teacher that was at the door. I don't know. They didn't put her name in there, but that's all right. (laughs) Um... Tasha says, rescue the student, Hail Mary the teacher, drag the school system. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Sophia says, is that Eve coming through, Sarah? Indeed, it is. <laughs> Indeed, it is. But that's all right. We love Eve a little bit, right? A little bit. We rescued her. Okay, how about that? Uh, Latavi says, for some shoes, though, like come on. Isn't that, a, isn't that crazy? Okay. least says I wouldn't even know how to act for real. I don't know either. Because if my baby would have came to me and been like, they won't let me graduate because of my shoes. When I tell you nobody's graduating today, I'm talking about pulling cords. I'm I'm talking about cutting up. I'm talking about the real cut up. But everything's fine. Okay. My last Hail Mary is for Kelly Rowland. Okay. Kelly Rowland is back at it again, proving time and time again why she is our collective fave. As we all know, our girl and and her husband, Tim Witherspoon, Witherspoon, welcome their second child Noah John at the top of the year since then she has taken a step back from her career to be mommy to both him and their her oldest son Titan but one of our favorite things about Kelly is if we can choose just one her realist approach to being a mom in a world where so much can be prepackaged. recently she took to her social media to prove just how real giving birth can be post-pregnancy ab realness okay so she posted this photo of her post-pregnancy body the ladies taught us how to test for the condition of um, when your abs separate diactis recti diastis? Recti, which is the partial or complete separation of the abs. This is so important though, because we don't talk a lot about what happens to our body post-pregnancy. Like we have celebrated so much like the snapback situation, which um, I haven't experienced yet because I just had a baby as well. But um, that snapback situation is not, they don't talk about it enough. And especially when your body literally has something that happens to it. And so Kelly showed us uh, how to prepare, showed, showed up prepared to show, how real post-pregnancy can be for the body, openly rocking her deeper tinted core for the whole world to see unapologetically. She told Billboard... I'm still navigating myself through motherhood. So the less pressure I put on myself and allow myself grace because I'm not going to get it right every single time. I think it's only fair to just breathe and use your instincts to navigate your way through. But I've learned to not put so much pressure on myself and to let my creativity flow. We love it. And look at that beautiful Tom Tom. She put it out there and we love it. So, yeah. Miss Ross says, All Kelly can do no wrong. I love her post pregnancy transparency. Me too. I love it so much. And a lot of people are down with it as well. Big ups to Kelly. We love Kelly. She can do no wrong. And we totally agree. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing your story with us. Uh, Truth or TV says, I never got my snap back and I've never had kids. Now I'm confused. <laughs> but I just had a baby. I mean, Ella's five. You know what I mean? So my snapback ain't snapping either fully. Okay, that's all right. Jaleesa says, this condition I've seen more and more lately. I love her transparency in the moment. Indeed. And Iketa says, uh, did anybody catch what SJR... Oh, uh, what did SJR say? Oh, <laughs> Adrian says, SJR just had a baby. Yeah, my baby's five. <laughs> Somebody thought... Some, I know y'all probably thought, I was like, ooh, ooh. She just had a baby in secret baby we just found out here on the podcast y'all run tell the shade room if you want to <laughs> it's gonna be Ella me and Ella it ain't another baby nowhere in my house and ain't gonna never little it'll be a miracle child I tell you that much but yeah I'm gonna just keep saying I just had a baby though until my snap back I it's I just had a baby until I snap back it is <laughs> it is talk to Fight somebody else, okay? Fight Floyd. Kate, don't fight me. Fight Logan Paul. Don't fight me, okay? Because it's going to be what I just said. <laughs> Kiara says, she's trying to clear it up. She's like, yeah, she's five, but she just had her. Yeah, I just had a baby. <laughs> Marie says five is not just had. In a way, it is because time moves by so fast. You know, you'd be like, it feels like I just graduated high school. Well, I just had a baby. So how about that? okay. There it is. Jasmine says, that's real. I love her transparency and giving me realistic expectations when I actually have kids in the future. I love it. Jackie says, my baby's 33, still waiting for the snapback. She just had a baby too. Jackie and I just had babies. (laughs) Our baby's 33. We just had it. We just had the baby. And people need to respect our process is what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. Um, So... Star says kudos to Kelly. Leslie says I have the same exact thing. Shalandri says I love Kelly. And Amanda says Kelly Rowland has always been my favorite. She is a queen indeed. We love it. Okay. Um, now let's see. I have to keep. I have. I have this set up kind of raggedy today, but everything's fine, guys. So, oh, speaking of womanhood, honey, and the things that we are doing to try and get our lives together, let me tell you, fellas, close your ears. The women need to talk close your ears. First of all, it's called Woman Ball, but we know y'all still listen, but I want you to take your earlobes and I want you to stuff them into your ears. Consult a doctor before doing that, but take your earlobes and stuff them in your ears while I talk to the women for a minute, okay? Because I have an ad that is just for the ladies. I'm warning you, all right, three, two, one, all right, put your earlobes in your ears like I didn't told you. All right, here we go, here you are. Um, Okay, listen, if you're looking for a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to to try flex flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe made for comfort and made to keep you moving there's the flex disc which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body can i t- can i talk to y'all for a second listen um I would, since I don't plan on having any more children, I just had a baby anyway, um, I just want to take my uterus and just let it sit in the corner. I'm tired of my aunt visiting every month. Some family comes too often and my aunt visits too much. And, you know, trying to find that perfect thing that makes you feel safe, like you could wear white pants and not worry about anything because, you know, you do that check the cha- pants and then you'd be rubbing your butt every time you stand up. That ain't what God one for your life. Flex This is another opportunity for you to try and get this situation under control. Control until your uterus goes to sit in the corner like we asked it to one flex disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and holds as much as three super tampons it's not a cup and better than a tampon it's unlike any other period product you've ever seen before it's literally like it looked like a disc you remember when we used to have cds um i don't know it looks like a disc um and can i tell you something for the women for the women's who is out here getting it with your husband and the person that God created for you because as a pastor that is all that I'm able to endorse in this season (laughs) this is rolling her eyes saying that part that is all that I am able to acknowledge right now in that moment you can get it in and have your disc in is what they said I ain't tried it out I'll call you back All right, but listen it says the flex disc also creates 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons so yes you can consider using flex for your environmental good deed and if you want to go to zero waste and have the planet love you even more, pick up the flex cup, a reusable menstrual cup. I use the cup. I love my cup. The cup is oh shiz over there eating watermelon and mustard. Okay. The patented pool tap makes flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. Say goodbye to cramps and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to Flexfits.com Evolve and use Evolve for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup plus free US shipping. That's code evolve at flex f l-e x fits.com slash evolve. I'm telling y'all, the cups have you together. Okay. How about that? The cups have you together. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't tried the disc. I'm gonna try the disc. But the cups together. All right. So uh Shalandri says not, nah, I'll call you back. Yes, um, that's fine. <laughs> Tiffany says I sprinkle miracle baby dust to you Sarah don't <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't <laughs> sprinkle no dust my way Spr- Mm-mm. somebody else need that dust, not me, okay <laughs> I don't. Mm-mm not for me. Pearls and Pink says, put the uterus in time out. Katara says, yes, I despise my monthly aunt visit She come every month. Like, dang! And, you know, being regular is a blessing because I know that some of us aren't. But let me tell you, for those of us who know she coming every month, I'm like, here she come again, pulling up her bags, about to eat up everything she can see, about to have an attitude with everyone she can see. She's not, she's not a good friend. <laughs> she's not a good friend. And so now I just got to deal with her, and you know the cup has helped me to. I will wear white pants with the cup and some other protection. I will wear white pants, and I just want you to know that there there are options out here. Because as I stick with the traditionals. This doesn't sound a pleasing The traditionals don't be traditioning properly for me. But I'm a grown. My my aunt is a grown woman. <laughs> she not <in> loose. <laughs> Shanice is eating watermelon mustard because of how I'm treating this podcast, and that's fine. Mm. So at least just call me a child because I don't put stuff in me even though I've had two kids. That's fair. Talk to your OBGYN about what you need to do with your... I I really don't like this podcast. Because <laughs> cause talk to your OBGYN about what you need to do with your what. There's a blank there. And what do I fill it in with? Vagina? No. Uterus? No. Mm. From here, it only goes into slang, which is inappropriate. And this is why I don't don't like this. Check with your OBGYN. Period. How about that? Uh, Miss Johnson Funtime says uh, she's cracking up with PCOS and endometriosis. It's the worst. Crystal Burgess says the, the uterus need a filling spot. It does. It's unruly and you just do too much. Miss Brown, <laughs> Brown, I said, glad my aunt died six years ago and I'm only 50. I know a lady right now whose aunt is hanging in there and she's into her 50s. And if I'm not going to have any more children, I just don't understand why I need it. I just don't understand why I need it. Like I just want to tell her every time, every time my aunt comes. Like I, we are estranged. I don't even need you in my life like that. Okay. Um, Anywho's Carolyn says Aunt Flo becoming unannounced. She used to let me know ahead of time when she is on the way. And after having children, they just changed every time. Okay. So anywho, listen, Tere says, I went three months without a period. I'm so grateful for my regular period. I bet, I bet, I bet. I mean, there is this like balance of it being irregular is not ideal and it coming every month is not ideal. And this is where we struggle with Eve, but that's all right. That's all right. Tasha Ann says, my aunt be making appointments and never comes to schedule and that's rude too because if you tell me you're going to come bring bring your hips <laughs> but don't have me sitting up looking checking every time to see oh is that you be sitting somewhere and like I think she's here and then she's not here that's rude it's too much trauma is what we're saying alright fellas I know that that was longer than 60 seconds and now you have just fell into the, into our business this podcast oh no this podcast I'm not doing these other stories we got to do the advice but look at this advice question Whew. Okay, I'm skipping to the advice questions. Let me just tell you if you need some good news, I'm just read the headlines. 12 year old rapper Little Bit Saucy makes history as Lego's first ever kid creative director. Little bit, little bit saucy. She ain't never lied. Little Bit Saucy is giving you natural hair realness. She's giving you, I oil my scalp every day. This is giving, is this a twist out? It's either giving twist out. It's giving, I think this is a twist out. Let me tell you, Little Bit Saucy is going to be coming for your neck. First of all, she got a whole job. The first ever kid creative director for Lego Kids. So we love that. And Amber Goodwin, what's she doing? Graduated college nearly 20 years ago with hopes of immediately attending law school. Do, 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 do at age 38 she decided to give law school one more try now at 41 she is set to graduate all right amber goodwin all right going back to get that dream that's it because let me tell you something about these advice questions long long is monday and it's a monday first of all amber is fine put amber back up on the screen amber we give you your flowers a little bit saucy and amber Amber, you better have this hair curled with a one inch curling iron going back in the same direction and then brushed out so it looks like one big wave. Your flowers are received. You better push this cat back so that we can see the beauty of this face. We love you, okay? Now, all right, come on now. We got to move on because we, this is too long. Tasha answers OMG. Y'all got to shorten these questions. You have no idea. I'm <sighs> gonna get some water. Here we go. First advice question says, I am a young 23-year-old woman going through some terrible, re- terrible relationship trauma. I am slowly catching up with the podcast, but I need some advice. My story is somewhat similar to the ones from your Courageously Dreaming podcast. To start from the beginning, my parents have been married for 24 years and we have never been a family. Hmm? Ah. Uh-huh. All right. My dad has constantly cheated on my mom, and her being a Christian would cry all the time, believing that God will fix her marriage. My dad has been very emotionally and verbally abusive, and at present, my parents have been in cohabitation, but the household is still very toxic. Note, I cannot move from my parents' home because in our country, we stay at our parents' house until marriage or until we have our own home, and I'm nowhere near financially stable as I've just gotten a job after getting my bachelor's. However, I feel like these problems and these problems and attributes have played a part in my personal life. At 17, I lost my virginity to a guy I liked but was not in a relationship with because I thought it would keep him around hello. Instead, he went back to his ex. Yeah, that's a lot of times. Presently, the guy I spent almost two years loving decided to go back to his ex as well. Oof! It tore me into pieces because I went through a similar thing, except this current relationship was my first. I loved and was good to him, gave him space, privacy, and never crossed his boundaries. But writing this now, I realize I never created any boundaries for myself with anyone. I gave him all the healing attributes a woman should give a man. Personally, I have anger issues due to the toxic household, but I never gave my my ex-boyfriend, that side of me, because he has my—he was my haven, he was my best friend, and he truly did make me feel loved. After the breakup, due to my anger, I became physical with him one night when he brought some of the stuff that I wanted back. He brought the girl, girl to my house as well, and it triggered me because I felt disrespected. I still feel ashamed of my action. Mm-mm, don't do that. You don't have to feel ashamed. You human. Hold on, let me wait till I finish. But if somebody. Mm-mm, I still feel ashamed of my actions because I should not have let my anger consume me. Sure, I have not gotten rid of anything that holds sacred ties due to my fear of abandonment. I've been told that God has better things in store, that I'll get over it, that it's just a passing phase, that I'll have to take time to heal. And I agree with everything, but it's hard to get over my anger because I hate the idea that I'm so broken and the person who has done this to me is living their best life. It's not easy to pick up and pick up myself and smile like everything is okay and... When all my mind does is reflect on how terrible the past month has been, how the past few months were shaking, how many, gr- how great my relationship was before other factors came into play, I'm so hurt, and try my best to exercise the anger out of me. But my question to you is: How do I let go of wanting vengeance? How do I convince myself that people who do you wrong will have their karma? How do I let go and see my worth? I keep trying to believe that nothing is wrong with me just because of someone else's choice, but it's hard to keep it together. I've spent the last few months begging my ex to love and not give up on me because I just wanted a man that loved me better than the way my father treated my mother. Thank you for helping me out along with the delegation of much-needed prayers. Okay, listen. So, girl, let me tell you, I feel for you. Um... You didn't do nothing that none of us ain't never done before, first of all. So um, I know that that may not necessarily make you feel better, but hopefully you feel less alone, right? He really tried it, bringing the new girlfriend over to come get his stuff. He really did try it. But there were some things that you said, even as you were writing the letter, it seems like you realized that you did everything to make it easy for him, but at the expense of making it difficult for you. I posted on Instagram today about being easy to love. And there is this narrative in relationships about us coming to this place where we should be easy to love. I need to lose weight so I can be easy to love. I need to be patient so I can be easy to love. I don't want him to know that I feel insecure because I want to be easy to love. I don't want anyone to make it seem hard for to, hard to love me or difficult for someone to embrace me. And yet the truth is that we do that at the expense of kind of reducing ourselves down to this representation while dealing with the real trauma of what it is to be us by ourselves when relationships is really partnership. Part of what makes vulnerability so difficult is that you let someone pass that facade and into the difficult nature of what it means to be you, navigating the toxic trauma connected with your identity. None of us, if we're honest, are just easy to love. We have good days. We have bad days. We can be short-tempered. Sometimes we don't listen. Sometimes we don't communicate enough. It's not always easy to love us. Jesus got on the cross. Do you think that was easy? No, but love finds a way, even if that means going through hard. Things and so first of all, I want to let you know that this doesn't have anything to do with them, the relationships and how they disappointed you and how you showed up in those spaces. This has everything to do with how the trauma that you have been exposed to is still living within your own soul. And because it is living within your own soul, you see your role as correcting what happened in your childhood. I wanna correct what happened in my childhood and to have something different than what my parents had. It sounds noble, it sounds beautiful, but until you come to a place where you recognize the brokenness that keeps two people together even though it's toxic you'll never be able to recreate something healthy that means taking inventory of your own brokenness and then partnering with someone who has an assessment of their brokenness as well that means to say that I do have trust issues I do have abandonment issues I have rejection issues I don't always feel worthy and valuable but I'm working on it partnership is then meeting someone who recognizes their own areas of toxicity and trauma and them being responsible for the healing connected to that. And then together, I can partner with you on yours and you can partner with me on mine, but I cannot be your savior and I cannot expect you to be my savior. We both have to be willing to roll up our sleeves and do a certain amount of work. And so, yes, it will get better in time, but it depends on what you do with this time that's gonna make the overall difference. And so my suggestion to you is to come to a place where you realize that the relationship that you are grieving is not the type of relationship that could have been sustained long-term. You are grieving what you hoped the relationship would be. You are grieving what you invested into their relationship, but the relationship itself was only flourishing because you were shrinking. And that's not what makes a relationship healthy. What makes a relationship healthy is when two people can come together and both flourish in the environment that that relationship creates. And so, um, you know, as far as vengeance, you know, there's this space that you get to where you're like, at the end of the day, I'm worried about myself. I'm worried about not Creating these patterns for myself over and over again. And honestly, this is even crazier. I hope that person gets their life together too. Not so that we can be together, but so that this world can become better. That's a place of like wholeness and maturity that it takes work to get to. But it's not all like it's even toxic. And I'm talking from, you know, as a former Negro and a former toxic person, um, you know, it's difficult to come to a place where you're like, you know what, I hope that they are finally at a place of healing and wholeness because at the end of the day, you do kind of want them to get what they sowed into your life. But that's a toxic way of thinking too because what you're saying is, I hope that they experience poison. Someone who's already poisoned, I hope they experience more poison and then my world continues to have poison in it. And by world, I don't mean my personal world, but the world as a whole continues to have poison because there's a bunch of sick, toxic people who aren't willing to be healed. So focus on your healing. Pray that they get healed as well. Let's see what the delegation says. Lashana says wow you were shrinking I'm praying for you sis wherever you are Ashley says the potential of them should be based off of their current presentation if not that's using your imagination for him Jessica Amaka is quoting she said the relationship was only thriving because you were shrinking Caitlin Ovals quoting again "Oh, the relationship was only flourishing because you were shrinking seems like that struck a chord Halima says preaching and teaching SJ are so on point point." and Kendra says I'll take time it'll take time but you will heal and get there Deanna says who this is a whole world SJR I love you so much I love you too babe Qatar says you're grieving the potential of the relationship and need to heal from the reality of the relationship and London Pete says Sarah your wisdom is amazing kudos great job great response thank you and Shantina says send this to the book club There's so many helpful aunties in there save your brother, SJR let me tell you something that's another thing I always tell my girls who are trying to heal from a breakup or trying to just explore their single life, like distract yourself with yourself. You're obviously not in the best condition. So take some time to really determine what would be me learning more about myself. Take on a hobby, obviously get in your word, get getting your prayer, meditate, change your environment, but also on the practical side, do fun things, do new things, do challenging things. And of course, if you want to join the Woman Evolved Book Club, we always down to have you. Now, says, first, I feel for you and your parents, my advice for a Sis, is heal yourself first, find you and then you can be right for someone else. I love it. Um, Isis says, I hope whoever wrote that letter feels supported by the delegation in SJR. Maybe it was long because you don't have anyone to talk to and this was a way to get it out. I hope you find someone to continue the conversation and healing. Indeed, that's why I like doing better help after the advice questions. We've got one more and then I will tell you guys how you can get some more support for your own trauma and toxicity because let's be honest some of us are toxic, toxic and we got to know that. And uh, yep, we don't have to stay that way. Number two uh, advice question says, I Need some advice. How do I co parent with a person that is toxic but a great dad? I was with a person for about six years and we have two amazing kids together. On my journey to becoming closer with God, I realized God said no to him. Not saying that I didn't know before, but you know, I hope this is a planet fitness, no judgment zone. So, anyways. It was a little ratchet. Not gonna lie. We both come from church families, so we know how to play the part real well. We would go to church together, say praise the Lord, and then it would be and then it'd be WWE SmackDown before the sunset. SmackDown. Oh, I. I don't. Is it SmackDown like a beauty? I don't think she means Smack. I think she means Spakavelli. I think she means Jacquey Spotty Roll. That's what? Huh? okay I'm going with that it was a wild time lol anyways I didn't grow up with my father I don't even know who he is so it was important to me that my kids have both of their parents I stayed in craziness for them and partly to validate myself as a good ride or die woman SMH I graduated high school really early I've always been smart so I didn't want this mistake to make me a statistic one day after six long years mind you I'm not even 30 yet help me lord I found some wild text messages yet again and was ready to go into crazy mode but said you know What this is just nonsense. I left and moved back home. He's a great father, the kids absolutely love him. The problem is, we still have issues. I started going to therapy and really indulging myself in the word, moved away from my family church so that I could build a relationship with God for myself, and it has worked. In doing this, I started changing my toxic ways and working on my communication skills, but my co parent hasn't taken those steps. When my kid's dad is mad at me, he finds a way to make me an issue. Lately he started popping up, dropping the kids off at random times. He picks them up every day, so I told him we have to set we have to set a time. He didn't like that and started calling me out my name. Now old me would have socked him, but new me called him a clown in a very calm voice. Either way, was my kids cried for a long time because it triggered them from our old fights. I come remember I come from a family that doesn't understand the need to have talks with kids after me and their dad have an argument. They understand how you feel because I feel the same way. When I was younger, um, wait, they think I'm not being real with my kids because I refuse to bash their fathers. I usually say things like, I understand how you feel because I felt the same way when I was younger. I have to do a better job and not argue in front of you. We both are very sorry. Let's pray about it, et cetera. And my family even says something about me getting my kids journals to write down their feelings. I don't have a guide on how to, to do healthy parenting. My family says black him, but my kids will be hurt. I also know that my kids are hurt from us arguing. I'm ready to break this generational curse off my family. Most of the kids in my family don't know slash have had a relationship with their dad. I simply don't know how. Girl, thank you for sharing this with us. Let me tell you something. Um... First of all, I want to commend you on your journey to come into a place of healing and wholeness. I think it's incredible that you are getting the tools through a therapist, through a relationship with God to really show up as a better parent for your child. That's the first start. Like Controlling who you are and your role in it is amazing. The fact that you're learning how to not be triggered and even when you do have those moments, you're apologizing to your children so that they are able to see that what you just saw was not right and I need to do better is very powerful within itself as a demonstration. It sounds like he is a great father, which means that he may place value on the kids and their life and their environment. And I think that one of the ways that you could maybe encourage healthier patterns and dynamics for you all would be to consider telling him that like, you know, I had a difficult time with the kids after we argued, I shouldn't have done this. You know, what are some ways that we can maybe do better at, at, You know, coming together in front of the kids, there may be a possibility for you to even present. Maybe we can do some couples, not couples, because I know you guys aren't a couple, but like some co-parenting classes, some co-parenting courses, some co-parenting therapy, so that we can make sure that we're creating an environment for the children. At the end of the day, you know he's a good dad, so he doesn't want the children to be hurt. So I would use what matters to him to help create better for the children, and hopefully that will be a springboard. If all else fails and you're not able to do that, I keep doing what you're doing to keep working on your ability to not be triggered. It's hard to argue with silence. It's difficult to argue when someone is being like classy and respectful and mature in a situation. And so continue to show your children there's another way to do it. The problem with us staying in relationships where we allow ourselves to be triggered or to trigger someone else is that that becomes our children's norm. But when they are presented and exposed with something different, then they realize there's another way to do this and what's most important is that they know that there's another way to do this. I commend you on being that other way. Cardi says, I just hold three fingers up and say, read between the lines. Uh, Tanisha says, you are awesome, but you have to remember that you people, you that you're the only person that you can change. Shalandri says self-awareness is a beautiful thing. I love it. Uh, LaShonda says she's over there. Oh, <laughs> they're talking about you eating watermelon mustard. Saturdays, LaShonda says wow, she has some self-awareness. I totally agree. I thought that that was amazing. A fan out says petition the custody court for mandated therapy. He needs to do some emotional work. I didn't even know that you could do that, but if that is available where you are, you should definitely take um, take her advice on that because I think it's speaks to how serious you are. Thankful Queen says, be patient with yourself and don't put a timeline on your healing. I've been enjoying my singlehood oh, almost two years now and will not sacrifice for anything. I think she's going back to what my girl was dealing with. Um, Sonia says, I, I'm i dealing with a similar situation, but my son's father hasn't bothered getting on birth certificates, but always asks for pictures. It seems like he only cares about bragging about having a son. I'm sorry about that. I don't know if it has to do with child support and that birth certificate, but you got to do what you need to do in order to take care of your family. Um, Barrio says, I have five kids, four biological with my boyfriend. We have been together for nine years, but the relationship is toxic. He's very toxic. And now I feel kind of bad because I'm choosing to transition my life and walk on faith. There is probably not enough conversation about what it means to... You know, begin to make a decision that you know is for a better, is for the better, but also the legitimate feelings of abandoning someone who you've been in a relationship with for years, even if the relationship is toxic. Uh, just because a relationship is toxic doesn't mean that it's easy to leave. And when you feel like you represent hope or safety or loyalty to a person, even if it's toxic, it's difficult to say, well, now I'm going to choose myself. But at the end of the day, even in those hard moments you have to remember that You know what's most important to me is that I really tap into God's vision for my life. And that starts with me tapping into it for myself. And I think that you can communicate to that person without asking their permission for them to sign your permission slip for transformation. Because anytime someone is empowered where they feel like you can't change unless I sign your permission slip, you'll always stay stuck. But if you dare to take the time to say like, listen, this is what I'm doing. Move around, adjust, make room because I can't stay sick any longer. You got to see it as sickness you know this is a sickness to your soul and you need to be healed and taking the time and the space and the energy to heal is beautiful and challenging and yet it's the right thing so i'm praying for you i just want you to know that it's normal for you to feel this longing for comforting the person who's going to be broken or hurt as a at a as a result of your change and transformation but that doesn't mean that you should stay there Okay. And as always, you know how I do. <laughs> I save this just for after the advice question, because by the time we get finished talking about daddy issues and childhood issues and relationship issues, everyone is like, "I need some counseling." And guess what? I got what you need. One of our friends of Woman Evolve just signed up for Woman Evolve counseling as a result of hearing it on the ads, and she has been super, super blessed by what she's experiencing through counseling. Some things are coming to the surface that she probably wasn't ready for, but at the end of the day, it's helping her. And I just wonder if you too can benefit from um, some therapy. Therapy is not always about what's wrong. Sometimes it's having somewhere else to process, but it's certainly an opportunity for you to kind of take inventory of your life experiences and to see how they shaped you, maybe for the better, maybe for the, maybe for the worse is such a bad word, but it's possible that it didn't help you, okay? So if something is preventing you from achieving your goals, whether it's stability, weight loss, having a healthy relationship, healthy view of self, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors and all. 50 states, licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, anxiety, sleeping, anger, self-esteem, stress, relationships, trauma, family conflicts, grief, and even LGBTQ plus agendas or issues and conflicts that come up. This is Pride Month that can be triggering for a lot of people who are still dealing with like rejection and having to find their identity and really understanding the path that is ahead for them. And BetterHelp wants to help you figure out how to do you better. I want you to start living a happier, healthier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash evolve. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health again. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash evolve this episode is too long and i feel like the watermelon mustard thing is when it took a turn there was something else that also made it take a turn it's too long okay but um this is it this the last this the last situation i got for you and this is when i um oh the snack let me tell you something all this month, we're talking about freedom, right? So we have emphasis on four words, right? Last week we introduced fragility into freedom. This week we're talking about freedom to reset. Which, you know, I was thinking about my snack today, and I was like, "What am I going to say as a snack as it relates to resetting freely?" And then God reminded me that I stepped on the scale and it said two zero zero. Y'all, remember at the beginning? I swear, remember at the beginning of this year, Shaw sh- looked up, shocked. Remember the beginning of this. Year. I told y'all I was kissing 200 pounds, honey. We've gone to third base. It's the hair. <laughs> said it's the hair. Shaw I mean. is such an enabler, and I love it. <laughs> I did it. was It was heavy. It's my. It's my. These braids, these braids have taken me to 200 pounds. Okay, 200 pounds. And you know what? Listen, I said at the end of the day, you know what I need to do? I need to reset. I ended up gaining weight during the book season when I was promoting the book. And literally we were ordering whatever we wanted up to the office to eat because we were stressed and we were sweating doing these interviews and we didn't know what people were going to ask us. And we got pushed in the corner and we didn't have time to work out. When your call time is four o'clock in the morning, you're not working out. It's difficult to eat salad. And I did not have a plan. I did not have a plan for how I would maintain my health while doing the podcast. And so here, I mean, while promoting the Book. And so now here I am at 200 pounds of goddess, of beautiful, of Ole exfoliated skin. And guess what? I'm going to reset so that I can become healthier, make healthier choices for myself and for my body without pressure. And you know, when we talk about freely resetting, I just want us to realize that just because you have found yourself back where you started, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's as it relates to your health or even in your finances, we have these moments where we're like, dang, I am back fighting the same fight that I thought I had the victory over that I was actually making progress towards. And it is easy to kind of feel like, you know what, chuck it, or you know what to start talking self-defeating thoughts to yourself. But what I want you to know is the same thing. I'm telling myself like, listen, life got rough. We fell off our square. Things got a bit challenging, but that doesn't mean that we throw in the towel altogether. There was nothing wrong with resetting but what do we need to do in order to reset? I want you to take inventory of how you missed it in the past. I know that I missed it because I had eight weeks of my life being completely insanely out of control. I was waking up earlier than I ever had to wake up. I was working all day. I didn't even cook dinner as much as I did and I was eating out a lot. I know what happened and so now I know how to plan better for if I have another season like that in my life but you know what I also realized? My my body got up every morning. <laughs> I got my makeup done. My body's heart was racing and beating, but it was moving. Like my body honored the season that I was in. So I'm not going to beat my body up for not weighing what I think that it should weigh right now. I'm going to honor my body. I'm going to love on my body, and I'm going to give my body the TLC it needs by working out and feeding it good things, and you know, just watching the scale do whatever it does. So reset. Don't be afraid to reset and start over. You're not a failure. You're not beyond change or transformation. You're human and you got to pick up the pieces and get back in the game. Don't you dare give up. We're going to be resetting until the day the Lord comes and gets us because this work is always going to be in progress, but make sure it's progressing and not paused. Amen. Okay. Okay. Sean says reset Lord I needed to hear that Ruthie says sis you have on the whole armor of God and that thing is heavy it's fine everything is fine <laughs> Saturdays with Sean says Sean Smith I got you sis uh, Sean's need, oh, need to stick together Shani says sis I jumped up to my heaviest 216 Katrina says you got this Tammy says it's never too late for a reset and <laughs> Alicia said how <laughs> how I don't know I don't know. Ella got on the scale this morning and she was like, Mommy, it's in my bathroom. No, it's in my bathroom. No, this it doesn't need to be, but Ella got on and it was 45 pounds, and then she's like, Mommy, how much do you ask? So, oh, I don't get on there. <laughs> I was like, because I would never tell Ella how much I weigh, because Ella would be telling everybody, like, Mommy is 2,000 pounds, like that child that got on there and was that's a lot. I would never tell her. Um, okay, listen, uh, Kendra says, I'm just over here, I'm over here trying my hardest to lose just the 30 pounds I gained, honey. If I lost 30 pounds, you know, first of all, I'm loving my body, I'm doing the right things, and I'm eating well. I would love to lose 30 pounds. <laughs> I would love to lose them and to, to like actually lose them. I want to lose 30 pounds the way Kim lost diamond earrings in the ocean. <laughs> Can't find it. Oh God, where are they? I'll never see them again. I want to lose them so bad. I never want to find them again. But anyway, Cassius is that to-go plate message was timely. I love it. If you guys are not signed up for the to-go place, make sure that you get plugged in WomanEvolve.com slash connect a weekly devotional with the scripture a thought and prayer from the Woman evolve team. We love serving you all. It's literally our favorite thing to do. And so thank you for allowing us to be a part of your journey. For those of you who are freely resetting like me, we're halfway through the year, babe. Let's breathe in, breathe out, count it all joy, but yet press towards the mark. We got this. God, I thank you for this incredible family, this community, for the joy, for the love, for the laughter connected to this movement. It's truly, truly an honor to serve these women in every stage and every phase of their life. And the fellas do. The fellas be listening. God bless them. Thank you for allowing them to come into our space and to hear from women the way that we think what brings us joy. Hopefully it will make them better for the women that are in their lives. Father, some of us are starting over starting over financially, starting over health-wise, starting over from relationships, starting over with school. We are resetting, Father. And we're resetting with the looming idea that maybe we can or cannot do it. We're resetting by faith. And so, Father, I pray that you would bring us peace, not pressure, that we would reset from a place of confidence and patience with ourselves and the world around us. Allow us to become more and more like you to look at our journey with love and compassion and to progress from the space of being rooted. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I love you.